Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, July 10th. I'm Shayla Farzan, in for Wayne Pratt. Ahead, policing policy has become a major issue in the four-way Democratic race for St. Louis County Executive, and it comes as the public wants to see major changes to how law enforcement operates. We just tired of this killing going on, you know, killing us like we dogs and slaves, and that stuff should be over with. We just want to live our life and be happy. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum details how the candidates' policing plans stack up in this hotly contested election. First, the news. Missouri Governor Mike Parson has announced that $125 million in federal coronavirus relief funds will be used for higher education and job training across the state. St. Louis Public Radio's State House reporter Jacqueline Driscoll has more on how the money will be spent. $80 million of that funding will go to public colleges and universities across Missouri to help them get students back to campus in the fall. Higher Education Commissioner Zora Mulligan says it needs to be used to make public spaces safe for students and faculty. We know that we need PPE. We know that we need to modify our physical spaces. We know that we need uh, testing capability. We know that we need resources to comply with local health orders. An additional $10 million will go to colleges and universities to help expand remote learning. There will also be roughly $10 million for job training, helping those who have lost their jobs due to the virus and to train people for high-demand positions. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio. Most St. Louis public school students and their teachers will be required to wear face masks when school resumes next month. And as St. Louis Public Radio's Ryan Delaney reports, that goes farther than guidance also released this week from the state education department. City health officials say teachers and students in the fourth grade and up will wear masks in school, while all students will wear them on buses. The school reentry guidelines also say desks should be spaced apart and students should spend most of the day in their classrooms. Music and phys ed should happen outside. Teachers and students will undergo daily temperature checks. The Department of Elementary and Secondary Education's statewide guidance says masks should be encouraged when students ride the bus, and windows on those buses should be kept open. The agency recommends schools require staff to wear masks and consider them for older students. A group of St. Louis County superintendents put out similar guidance earlier this week. District officials say more specific plans will be released July 20th. I'm Ryan Delaney, St. Louis Public Radio. Meanwhile, scientists at Washington University have developed a test for the coronavirus that uses a patient's saliva instead of a sample from deep inside their nose. The researchers worked with California-based equipment manager Fluidime to create the test. They're seeking approval from the Food and Drug Administration. Richard Head is the director of the Genome Technology Access Center at WashU's McDonald Genome Institute. He said during a Fluidime seminar this week that researchers wanted to develop a tests that didn't rely on extra-long nasopharyngeal swabs. We were interested in something that would allow for serial testing, meaning repeated tests with something other than NP swabs, as we know those are very uncomfortable. Head also said a saliva test requires fewer materials than conventional ones.
The protest movement condemning police killing black people is one of the top issues in the contest for St. Louis County Executive. All four Democratic candidates say they're the right person to bridge social, economic, and public safety divides. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum details more on how the candidates' plans could affect the hotly contested election. As night settled in on a Sunday at the end of May, LaToya Smith was sitting in her car watching protests in front of the Ferguson Police Department. Smith wanted to showcase her solidarity with people around the region and around the nation outraged over the killing of black people at the hands of police like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. Like thousands of people who marched in and around St. Louis County over the past couple of months, Smith says the status quo for policing is unacceptable. We just tired of this killing going on, you know, killing us like we dogs and slaves, and that stuff should be over with. We just want to live our life and be happy. Given this public pressure, it's not surprising that police policy is one of the biggest issues in the four-way Democratic primary for St. Louis County Executive. Even though the county executive does not directly oversee the police department, the office holder can still tell the Board of Police Commissioners how to change policy within the agency. That's essentially the approach that St. Louis County Executive Sam Page is taking. He's backing a privately funded study that's taking a look at the department's operations. As we do a deep dive into the police department, we'll be reviewing those policies. I've asked for a deep review of policies, procedures, and training, and uh, the police chief has agreed to do that, and I'm looking forward to that. Page has run into criticism from his Democratic rivals, particularly when it comes to police chief Mary Barton. The police board, which has a majority of members that Page appointed, selected Barton, who encountered a widespread backlash after she disputed there was systemic racism within her department. One of Page's rivals, St. Louis County Assessor Jake Zimmerman, says her words were out of line. He's put out a plan to overhaul training and investigations for the police department. Let's say it. Let's say it directly. There is a huge problem with racism institutionalized in our institutions going far beyond police. But there is a problem with police violence right here in St. Louis County. For his part, Page has made fighting systemic racism a major element of his campaign pitch. He noted that Barton clarified her comments, but added that she, quote, has to find the words and vocabulary to express what she means with her heart and what she wants to see in the department. Retired businessman Mark Montavani contends that he's the best candidate to actually execute a plan to repair relations between police and black people. He received the endorsement of the St. Louis County Police Officers Association, which he says is an asset and not a barrier to instituting real change. My leadership style suggests that one creates change more by having thoughtful conversations with people about how to change than by throwing uh, stones at them and uh, uh, being accusatorial. The fourth candidate in the race, University City resident Jamie Tolliver, says she would solicit feedback from county residents about how they would want the St. Louis County Police Department to transform. They feel as though they have the answer because they feel like people really just want to be told what to do. But I think part of making sure that people feel like they can trust leadership, that they can trust the police, that they can trust each other, is listening to what their concerns are. St. Louis County has one of the largest populations of black residents in the entire state of Missouri. So whichever Democratic candidate can appeal to black voters the most could end up winning the primary. 
And State Representative Kevin Windham Jr. says black voters are not just interested in how candidates will improve policing. The Hillsdale Democrat also wants to see plans to revamp the economic fortunes of North St. Louis County, which is predominantly black. There's communities that have been uh, divested from and, and disenfranchised and and you are, are touting the racial equity lens, then you want to make sure that there's policies that are going to help these communities. St. Louis County voters will decide on nominees for county executive on August 4th. And whoever wins in November will serve in the powerful post through 2022. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Fred Ehrlich edited that piece. The executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio is Shula Newman. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Shayla Farzan. And from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.